You can't go down no one avenue without seeing nothing but garbage. My life is nothing but a comedy. <laughs> it's Joker. Welcome to the Center Cut. I am Michael. And I am Todd. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty great that you're Todd, because we have some special guests today. We have Michael and Brad from the Toddcast podcast. Now, before we formally introduce you guys, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Michael, how dare you steal my name? <laughs> how dare me? How dare you? I'm older. I'm pretty sure I'm older. Michael has the same exact first and last name as me. Yeah, but you're a junior, and I am not. That's so. true. Are you his dad? <laughs> I'm his dad. <laughs> Call me daddy. <laughs> live live on the show, you found that out. That's cool. And being a junior makes you like the third loser instead of second loser. <laughs> that makes it even worse for you. Nah. No, so uh, we're happy to have you guys on the Toddcast podcast. What the hell is that all about? Basically, it's a play on podcast, of course. Pod, Todd, it rhymes. We've taken that and we've ran with it. We created an entire show based around it. We have segments such as Once Upon a Todd, where we learn about the Todd themselves. A question, kind of a rapid fire question, where it's Prod Todd. Questions such as What would you replace your arms with? Things of that nature. Just any, just off the wall stuff. Penises. <laughs> yeah, we have What if Todd was one of us? That's my favorite segment. Yeah, What, what if, if Todd, Todd was one, one of us? us. Yeah. It's pretty good. We've created a drops for every single one of them. And we asked for some wisdom at the end, so in Todd we trust. And then at the end of it, we round it out with a, a nod to Todd, and we send Todd on him or his way. Him or him way. <laughs> him, or, him or him's or way. I mean, Todd is a. It's a. I mean, Todd is mostly a male name. I feel. I feel like. Yeah, we delve into the last names, uh, middle names sometimes. A lot of females have the last name Todd's. Band's name Todd. There's no Todd's unturned. <laughs> <laughs> we touch every Todd. Oh God. Or we will. How did you guys, like, what led you? To, I mean, did you know a few Todds and you were like, well, we know a few Todds and it kind of sounds like podcasts. Let's just do this. Or how did this? Yeah, well, well, that's the thing. We we didn't know any Todds. I was like, right, what are we going to do? We need to meet people. And it was quarantine time. We we're all stuck inside. And uh, I wish yeah. I knew some Todds is, is basically what was going oh, through your head. Well, we Yeah, exactly. That's, you know, quarantine gets you into some really weird, dark places. And yeah. uh, <laughs> now we've got like a contact list with like over 100 Todds on it. So yeah. Uh, if anyone needs a Todd, let us know. Yeah, we're, we're renting them out. <laughs> Speaking of that, any Todds that are listening now, check the show notes and reach out directly to the Toddcast podcast because um, oh, yeah. I'm sure they'll probably want to talk to you. We do. Awesome. Well, I love it. I'm a fan. And if you're listening to us now and listening to the Toddcast, go go check those guys out. It is It is a great time. But for our episode here, what we did was me and Michael watched the first 15 minutes and the last 15 minutes of Joker. Gentlemen here watched the whole movie for us begrudgingly <laughs> and then are going to ask us a few questions here after me and michael finish our recaps but michael has some more details about this movie don't you i do and and i already apologized to both these guys off camera and off off recording but this movie was a lot more dark than we thought it was going to be <laughs> mm -hmm. so 
be prepared for some talk about some mentally ill people who do bad things. Yes. That's what I'll say. You know, going into this, I'm not into superhero junk. Like, I saw The Dark Knight once, and that first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie on some school bus during a field trip. That's it. It's a classic. That's the only superhero movies I've ever seen. They're just not for me. I don't need saving. Like, I'm, I'm perfectly okay by myself. That means you didn't see the second Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire with him dancing in front of the... You missed that whole meme, huh? Missed it. That's the best. Missed it all. So, Joker, despite Dave continually referring to it as new in our promos leading up to this episode, came out in 2019. Well, yeah, but it's it's the newest thing involving Joker, dick. Okay. Well, so the reason we did this today is because it's directed by Todd Phillips. And I scoured the internet for like actors and directors and things about Todd, and there really isn't as much as I thought there'd be. Yeah. It's like basically all just Todd Bridges, and we didn't want to watch different strokes, so <laughs> here we are. Now, this movie stars Joaquin Phoenix, Robert De Niro, Zassie Bates, who we didn't see, and Francis Conroy, among others. It only has a 68 on Rotten Tomatoes, but uh, it did net Phoenix an Oscar for Best Actor, and it was a box office success, raking in over a bill. But without further ado, Dave, let's get into the recap. We have a lot to cover today. Let's do it. Joaquin, sitting in front of a mirror and applying some clown makeup as a radio plays in the background. It's the news. We hear that it's October and there's apparently a garbage strike. So there's piles of garbage everywhere in the streets and it smells pretty bad. They told us. So you could tell at this point that Joaquin is already having some mental issues. He seems kind of depressed, but he's trying to put on a happy face very literally in a way that he sticks his fingers in his mouth and makes his face into a smile as he cries. So he got makeup from his fingers in his mouth. I would cry, too. Like, I, I get it. That's disgusting. Yeah. As somebody who has had to wear makeup a few times in my life, I can say it sucks. Are you wearing it now? I'm not. Oh, this dang. is my normal face. Oh, uh, good, good face, man. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, I don't understand how women go through that shit every day. Like, yeah. I could not put on makeup. It, it sounds terrible. Like, you have you're, you have so much extra time in the morning or in the afternoon before you do anything. They have to dedicate to this. Like, nope. No, thanks. I would cry. Exactly. Yeah. The only thing I touch up is my penis early in the morning to make it look a little bigger than <laughs> it actually is. <laughs> Get that extension you just pop on there. <laughs> yeah, it just really, it just really pops. Yeah. Do you use foundation or how? how yeah, does work? yeah. Just it's just a lot of shading just to make it look bigger than it actually is. Contour your penis. It's all shading. <laughs> yeah, yeah, contouring exactly. A lot of lipstick. Yeah, a lot of lipstick. <laughs> so, so now we see Joaquin who is fully dressed as a clown, big shoes and all, green curly hair, and he is sign twirling in front of a music story that's going out of business called Kenny's Music Shop. Does that marketing technique even work? Poll time. Would any of you be more willing to like get your taxes done at a particular place because a mascot is swinging a sign around outside? I've actually avoided those places because yeah, it, it seems like the most like you're at the bottom of the barrel advertisement. Exactly. You find a random person on the street and like, here's a sign. Flip it around. I don't want to go to Liberty. I can't imagine that paying someone to play piano. And then also playing someone a twirl a sign is producing enough income for you to make that worth it. That seems crazy to me. Like, how are those costs outweighing? <laughs> I Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. But some young kids are walking by and hit the sign out of his hand and steal it and take off down the street. He goes chasing after them. Again, big clown shoes and all. 
He follows him down into an alley, and one of them is hiding behind a wall and fucking bashes his face in with the sign. And then they kind of just kick him while he's down on the alley and yell and get him, kick him harder. And it's all very sad. I'm not condoning what he does in the future, but I understand how he feels here. I was once jumped like this. I was at a bar in college, shitty part of town, and some dudes were hitting on my girlfriend at the time, and I... I put the kibosh on that. As we were walking back to my car later that night, they sucker punched me from behind and I got knocked unconscious. I woke up like 10 minutes later, spitting out pieces of my teeth. And the cops were like, there's nothing we can do. Like, there's a lot of Puerto Ricans in this area. Your description sucks. Not trying to be racist there. That's what happened. It was, they were, they were just factual. Yeah. I just, it was bad. I mean, it left me with a concussion and even more than normal jacked up smile. So I get like, I was mad at the world because there was nothing that could be done about it. So I, I get him being angry, but it doesn't make what he does later. Right. Yeah. Cause you didn't do this. You didn't do what happened in the movie. I don't think. Correct. I mean, I did kill three men uh, from wall street. So <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> there's that, but haven't we uh, all? <laughs> I've always wondered why your smile was so shitty. <laughs> now I know. Yep. If this episode wasn't dark enough, listen to a story of Michael getting beat up in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> it was a parking lot, so. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, Makes it much not better. Not the streets. Not the streets. So, Fine. so much less sad. Yeah. So now Joaquin is in a meeting where he is sitting, laughing, slash crying, and the laughing looks like forced. We find out later that it's because he has a mental condition and he laughs uncontrollably. So it's just something that happens for him. It is really unnerving. Like you can tell it's it's pained, almost like he's he's going to like throw up his soul. It's kind of hard to watch. Yeah, it's yeah. rough to watch. Joaquin Phoenix does a very good job of, yes, of yes. selling that for sure. But he is meeting with a Department of Health social worker. So this kind of seems to me like it's court ordered therapy or or therapy that he's getting kind of on the cheap because it is just something someone from the Department of Health. But they just talk about how crazy Gotham is getting and how it's hard for everybody. Because of the garbage, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. She asks him if he brought his journal, which he did. He says he uses it as a journal and as a joke diary, but not great jokes. Yeah. She reads a little bit of it, finds an excerpt that says, I hope my death makes more sense than my life. And sense is spelled like pennies, not sense like in your mind. Now, she makes a big deal about this. On its face, I don't think that sentence is that troublesome. Like nobody's life, quote unquote, makes sense. Like, why the hell are any of us here? At least when I die, it's like, yeah, he ate a full pint of Ben and Jerry's and ran up the stairs and he tripped and fucking bashed his skull. And that makes yeah. sense. It makes sense that I died. I, I, I don't know. Like, now, wh- what was the reasoning b- by it being spelled C-E-N-T-S? Because I was trying to f- put that together. Why was it spelled like that? Maybe does he just not know how to spell it correctly or? Or was that is that the quote unquote joke? <laughs> Oh, like that sense is oh. spelled wrong. <laughs> Maybe it's a different sense that would perform so well. At it's hilarious <laughs> in the audible form. <laughs> Sounds like a classic Toddcast joke. <laughs> well, I mean, like if you're if you're an unemployed person and you let's say you don't collect unemployment, but you have like you pay for life insurance and then you die. I mean, technically, your death would make more sense than your life. That's, that's true. I have a decent life insurance policy that I could yep. work for the next 20 years, and it would probably be still be <laughs> better if I die. Let's take him out. Yeah. <laughs> Please. My wife would appreciate it. <laughs> oh. 
Joaquin uh, now is on a bus on his way home. There's a kid sitting in front of him and he starts to the, the kid's just kind of staring at him, which is weird. But he's just making funny faces at the kid trying to make him laugh. And then the mom, the hugest bitch ever in this whole movie. Yes. Mm. turns around and asks Joaquin to stop bothering her kid. So this awkward kind of interaction makes him start laughing. And then she starts to get upset because he's laughing and he hands her a card that says, forgive my laughter. And, you know, I have a condition and it, the card kind of explains that he has sudden, frequent, uncontrollable laughter. So she reads that. And then instead of saying, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize she just continues to be a bitch. <laughs> I hated this woman so much. She looks so irritated. I was Guys, like, <laughs> can you just <laughs> quick spoiler? Did she die in the middle, please? <laughs> Unfortunately, not. Yeah. Ugh, rough. She's actually the hero. <laughs> Screw this fat bitch. I would knock her yeah. out. And I'm normally a chivalrous man. Yeah. I just like, number one, corral your kid, you fucking lumpy shirted horsewoman. And number two, Give this poor man his condition card back. Yeah, she, oh, yeah, she keeps it. Yeah, and even says on it, return right. return to whatever. And then she, yep, she just hung on to it. It made my blood boil. Yeah. I was so mad at her. I, I was so upset during that scene. I was talking about it. I'm so pissed off right now. Yeah, it was so frustrating. Yeah. It's like, well, yep, yeah, now I now I know why this dude fucking killed some people. It's because of this yeah. bitch. Like, <laughs> if it wasn't for this bitch, the Joker wouldn't exist. Yeah. It's true. It's like it's dumb gargantuans like this that push problematic people <laughs> to do horrific things. Our society is full of selfish, lazy people trash spewing warts yes i'm i'm just thankful that real motherfuckers listen to this podcast so thank you if you're listening you're a real motherfucker don't be like this fat woman that sucks if you watch joker and you like sided with the woman never listen again yeah please leave please (laughs) leave us a good review first though (laughs) so he gets off the bus and begins his walk home picks up some meds on the way this whole situation is just kind of proving that the city is a fucking mess there's garbage everywhere it's just a disaster makes his walk home and then actually has to walk up a very large set of stairs that i'm pretty confident is the set of stairs that he dances down later i just know that that's a scene in this movie because it was a really famous scene but he makes his way back to his apartment building he checks the mail and there's nothing in there i'm sorry his mom's name is p fleck <laughs> yeah. that's what you get when you're pissing and you get a little dark droplet on your sweatpants yeah it's a pee fleck. You're supposed to go to the doctor for those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you have flex coming off of your pee, then <laughs> pee it's a problem. <laughs> That's terrible. You can't have that. Yeah. You don't have to imagine. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I live this life. This is triggering me. <laughs> so he gets home to pee fleck and he walks in, makes some dinner for mom, gives her dinner in bed. She's just laying there. It seems like she's bedridden, like Uncle Joe from Chocolate Factory, Charlie the Chocolate Factory, but I don't know. So he gets her dinner. They they sit down, and a TV show is coming on that he's very excited about. It's live with Murray Franklin. So they're very excited about that, and he snuggles up next to Mom, and they watch this show. Yeah. <laughs> now it kind of – I was a little confused about this transition because it cuts to the TV studio. So now we're kind of in the studio, and Joaquin is there. So I was kind of confused about like, is this another time where he went or is he just envisioning being there is having like a like a mental break? I think it's in his head. Yeah. 
what whatever it is he uh he's there during and it's it's time for the monologue and he just like in the middle of the monologue screams out i i love you murray and murray played by robert de niro kind of stops the show and has the lights turned on and points out joaquin in the crowd and has a little chat with him seems like they had similar childhoods we actually learn his name is arthur at this point so i don't need to call him joaquin anymore this is arthur (laughs) now so we learn that arthur's dad uh left early he's the he's been the man of the house for a long time and murray had the same thing so the crowd kind of laughs at him for saying that he lives with his mom but murray appreciates that and understands how that can be but they just have a chat back and forth during the recording of this TV show. And then he calls him down onto the stage after he says that his mother says to smile and put on a happy face as she has put him on this planet to spread happiness and joy and laughter. So Murray calls him down to the stage and that's where our first 15 minutes cut off. Ooh. He's such a little boy. Like this first 15 minutes really tries to make you understand why he takes the turn that he must take based on what we see in my section. Right. <laughs> it really makes you feel bad for this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you, you start out the movie very sympathetic, so it puts you in that mood. You're kind of like, okay, like this guy's he's been through some stuff. He has these weird mental kind of things, so you're, you, you sympathize with some of the stuff he does, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm still sympathetic at the end, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of the whole time, I'm like, it's, it's hard to root against him i guess yeah is this weird i don't know how to say that right yeah no i understand that because that's how i felt yeah the last section of the movie the last 15 minutes begins at one hour 10 minutes and 36 seconds and arthur is right back on stage with murray hopefully some time has passed (laughs) Uh, we literally start right where we left off pretty much Mm kind of wild and he's all dressed up in his Joker best, though, this time, complete with the green tinted hair. Now, he tells a knock-knock joke from his joke diary, and the punchline is, it's the police, your son got hit by a drunk driver, he's dead. Which, <laughs> I, I gotta be honest, like, if I rank all of the knock-knock jokes I've ever heard, that's actually probably one of the funniest. Oh, God. <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> like, knock-knock jokes are only funny for people who can't take jokes They're like six-year-olds and liberals <laughs> the orange you glad i didn't say banana yeah like, like that one yeah. it's funnier than that it's under my skin <laughs> yeah no it is it is probably up there above that so right after this arthur admits to killing three wall street guys which must have been something that was in the news recently as soon as he says that it's it's unclear if the tapes are still rolling at this point it, it's kind of confusing because yeah. we get some news reports later. I, I don't know. Yeah, because the producer, the producer or whatever, was like trying to cut it, and mm-hmm. Murray, Murray was like, "No, let him go, let him go." And then I, I think everything was on air because it said that Murray was like shot live on air. That's true. Yeah, and then and then when he walks up to the camera, it like cuts from that point. So I'd assume yeah, that's it, where where yeah, they cut it. But I don't, yeah, it's it's a good point. I, yeah, we don't know for sure. Yeah, um, it's very odd. But Murray continues to chat with him about all of this in true talk show host fashion. Now. Arthur says that he did this, he killed these guys, because people are awful. That people wouldn't have cared if it were him that was killed instead. And Murray calls him out for the self-pity. And Arthur is terrifyingly happy when Murray's talking about the violence and death that he's incited. And it all kind of bubbles to a crescendo where Arthur tells his final quote-unquote joke and blows Murray's brains out. Let's take a turn. Mm -hmm. Let's take a turn. Can't unsee that. No. Yeah. No, I went, I, I went to bed that night with that image in my in my head. So that was that was fun. That was good times. You're welcome. <laughs> so after this, the crowd freaks out. Obviously, Arthur sits and laughs 
And then he shoots Murray again in the chest for good measure. He does a little jig and we cut to news telling of Murray's death while you got what you deserve plays. It's this like bouncy Benny Hill theme song type of song. Kind of out of place, but I like it. And there are like 20 TVs all lined up showing different coverage of this murder. And some of the TVs are showing ads for like cornflakes and Energizer batteries and Budweiser. And it's just another example of the media skull fucking us dry. I hate it. Subliminal messaging. Mm -hmm. Every time you kill someone, have some (laughs) cornflakes. But we smash cut to White Room by Cream. And I normally hate the inclusion of like classic rock songs into movies because it's like it's we're in 2020. I don't need yeah. to hear something from the 70s, but it's so cliche. But this music cue is actually pretty spot on. Like it fit very well. Agreed. Yeah. And a haggard but happy Joker is being transported via cop car while the city burns down around him. This is the flaw in, in his argument. Like he complained about the city and its people being awful. But this lawlessness and anarchy is just dispiriting in a different way. Okay, good talk. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to think of my retort. I think that what he's trying to get at is like the city needs to be cleansed of of all like the awful shitty people and people need to have like appreciate each other and have compassion again. But a cleansing kind of needs to happen first. So you think having a purge day where you just can just kill a bunch of people is going to do that? I don't think that works that way. <laughs> but if you kill all the Wall Street boys, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that that was their thought. Down with the man. Yeah. So Arthur is enjoying his ride a little too much. And as the cruiser enters an intersection, it's T-boned by an ambulance. And then a taxi also hits the cop car and flips over down the road. In short, it's a shit show. Now, the ambulance driver gets out and... He's a clown mask wearing guy and <laughs> good good description with the help of another clown pulls Arthur's limp body out of the car. They place his body on the hood of the cop car on display while the debauchery outside continues. Now, I don't I don't know much about this comic book nerdery, <laughs> but I do know that this scene here is us getting to see the origin story of Batman because a clown shoots and kills Thomas Wayne and his wife in an alley why little Bruce watches. More importantly, David, it's been a long time coming, but Thomas Wayne is played by Brett Cullen, who had a five-episode run as one of the others, Goodwin in Lost. Ugh, gross. I'm glad he died. (laughs) There was actually just uh, someone on your show recently. I think it was Todd Schaefer. Yeah, Todd Schaefer. I was about to say that. He's a Lost fanatic, so. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He also connects. Yep. No, thanks. We're we're an obsessive kind of people. (laughs) So Arthur comes to spitting blood and revels in the ruckus around him. He prances around on the car and he uses the blood from his mouth and fashions a new smile, one born of an evil happiness. It's really a stark contrast from his forced makeup smile from the beginning of the movie. It fades to black. We hear Arthur's infamous laugh. And then we cut to him in a padded room talking to a psychiatrist played by Mrs. Clue from three episodes of Lost. I'm feeling this movie. (laughs) I'm feeling this movie hard. He says that she wouldn't get the joke that he was laughing at, and he starts to sing That's Life by Sinatra. Now, the next scene, he's walking down the hall, and he leaves bloody footprints. So are we to assume that he somehow, like, stomped out Mrs. Clue? 
He for sure killed her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She was, she's so murdered. <laughs> That's life plays us out as Arthur pulls a John Mayer and runs through the halls of his asylum, screaming at the top of his lungs. <laughs> John Mayer went to my high school. Really? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when he sings about, the, I, I also ran down said hallways. Oh. So take that. You get a royalty. Yeah, I've been I've been waiting for a chance to tell everyone that I went to the same high school as John Mayer, and you've given me an. And finally, we get into yep. the podcast now. You've done it, David. Is your body also a Wonderland? Absolutely. Are you looking at it? He's got that top yeah. button undone. He's looking, <laughs> show, showing that man cleave. There are nipples exposed. It's a Wonderland. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that was the first fifteen minutes and last fifteen minutes of Joker. Man, that was dark. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah, the center wasn't any better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that it was just sunshines and rainbows in there. Yeah. <laughs> Michael and I were talking about it because it is crazy how the first 15 minutes ends on the stage at the Murray show. And then the last 15 minutes picks up with him sitting in a chair. So we're like, there's not a whole lot you can derive from the middle of the show at all. No. Yeah. So, he yeah. went in back. He changed and then he came back out and yeah. they finished the show. That's it. That was actually the entire show. The rest of the movie was just him picking out the, his clothes. <laughs> yeah. his outfit, getting his hair dyed. <laughs> a fucking 40 minute, like, like it didn't cut once the whole time his hair dying. There was like a 30 minute scene. You yeah. were just watching him sitting like with the foil in his hair, just waiting. Yeah. It was that like makes a tutorial. Sense. Other 45 yeah. minutes. He's, he's walking through the aisles at Ross, trying stuff on. It's, it's very, <laughs> it's a great movie. I mean, very realistic. For Ross. Yes. Yeah, wow. Santa commercial do do. Today's episode is brought to you by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to make that podcast green. We're talking greener than Joker's hair green, baby. It's a flat rate per ad. So you always know how much you'll get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and make your own center commercial. Don't just walk all over Podgo in the street. We're fans, and we're kind of evil geniuses, so take it from us. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o, and be sure to add the center cut in the how did you hear about Podgo section of the application. Awesome. So you guys watched the whole thing, and you prepared some questions for us, Goodness. and I'm, I'm happy to beat Dave as usual. Mm. Let's Let's dive into these questions. I won the last right. one by by rock paper scissors. So, oh nice! Shh. Time to relive this sadness. Yeah. All right. So the first question we have here for you, uh, this one comes in from at the Toddcast Pod. <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Jeez. What did Arthur's coworker, his name is Randall, give him the day after he got beat up in the alley and had that sign stolen? I think he gave him this red suit. He mucked up all his other outfits. And he gave him this this cool red suit to try and be a cooler clown. No one will beat you up in this. <laughs> <laughs> can't beat up this cool clown. You can't beat up this cool suited clown. <laughs> this guy's so classy. I think he gives him one of those little flowers that spray people in the face. <laughs> I have I have to tell this quick story. I'm I'm not sure if I've told this on the podcast before. Oh god. But it, this is quick. This is like thirty yeah, seconds. Sure. Sure. So I used to have this fake ring that I could fill with water and, and spray people in the face with. And on my first date with Ashley, I used it on her and sprayed her in the face as she sat in the passenger seat of my car with mascara (laughs) running down her face. I had it be part of our wedding vows, and I ceremoniously retired the ring and vowed to never spray her in the face with a fake ring again. Beautiful. I'm a good husband is the moral (laughs) of the story. 
Now, it's a fucking miracle that you got her to marry you. Because I was going to say, how many times have you told her, I got you wet on the first date? Oh. Do you say that a lot? I have not used that line, but I'm going to use that line. (laughs) It's right there. It's it's spoon fed. Guaranteeably, that was the only time that she was wet. (laughs) Never has been, never will be again. (laughs) Shut up. But uh, yeah, I I think that he gives Arthur one of those spray flowers. And to be clear, I'm not talking about a crazy daisy. I don't know if any of you had a crazy daisy as a kid. Great. Another another story. It's not a euphemism for my penis. It's no, it's a crazy daisy. It's just like one of it's you attach it to your hose and it just like flops around and sprays you. No. Oh, those things. Yeah. That's called a dildo. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Yeah. yeah. So what? What's which one of us was correct? Dare I say neither? Damn it! Oh, uh, oh no! Yeah. Stumped it, as usual. Yeah, it was in fact a gun. I believe it was ah, a revolver of sorts. Yeah. yeah, I almost said yeah. that, and I, I actually, I think I'm going to touch on that late in one of the later questions. Damn it! Perfect. Well, was Randall the guy that was playing the piano? Is Randall the woman on the bus? Yes. <laughs> Fucking Randall. Was it the child on the bus? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Randall. Shoot my mama. <laughs> Shoot my mama. Oh, man. That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, zero to zero. Yeah. Starting out. Yep. Yeah. It was a gun. So I'm surprised you didn't try to get a half a point for that because of the, the shooting aspect. No. Nope. Thank God. <laughs> I would have had to argue it on that. So that's fine. It, his was more of a weapon than yours was. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. He's going to dress to kill in that suit. Yeah. Yep. Look, look at fly. That sucked balls. I don't know why I said that. Um, so <laughs> it, was, it was perfect. Two, it was all right. I've had better. <laughs> so question number two. In the building elevator where they live, what motion did Arthur's female neighbor imitate? That motion you do with your tongue and hand when it, where it makes it look like you're brushing your teeth with a schlong. Oh, just the, the blowjob. <laughs> like, that can't be good for dental hygiene. Five out of six dentists disapprove. No, I think that, like, so she does that that BJ motion, and I think that Arthur probably tries to bang her in the middle, and she rebuffs him, and that kind of helps fuel his self-pity killing spree. What? I am willing to bet that two-thirds of mass shootings would not happen if sex work was legal and these putsy-ass white dudes could just get a cheap beach. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Well... We we forgot That's to insane. mention uh, this lady's daughter is standing right next to her in the elevator as <laughs> <Yeah>. well. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I know. So I shoot, about that. shoot my shoot I'm my mommy with my answer. Then she just <laughs> shoot her shoot her with something else. Shoot my shoot my mommy. Shoot my mommy. <laughs> well, okay, I retire my answer then. No, you don't get to give another answer. That's that was your answer. She Damn just it. made a blowjob motion in front of her daughter. Started just slobbing knob. Three six mafia style, right there. God damn it! Oh. My answer was just the honking of a clown nose. He was in clown attire, Ooh. and she was just like jokingly doing like the the nose honk. Both very sexual um, yeah. motions. <laughs> Actually, it was uh, shooting your brains out, like the finger to your uh, temple. Wow. Yeah. All right. I think that. she would have been better off doing the blowjob motion in front of her daughter. They really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're the equivalent. So yeah, that wow. happened. It was not what I would have thought. Did she yeah. did she make that motion to him or did she make that motion to her daughter? Like, oh, shit, we have to be in an elevator with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot my mommy. Yeah. So <laughs> the um, she I guess her daughter was like, I guess, pissing her off. And she like looked at him uh, and she was like, because I guess she okay. hates being a parent. And then he and then he killed her. It's a parent. Yeah. And then he actually it's a shot par- her. Oh, 
This guy. <laughs> well, to to defend the mom, the elevator like stalled out as it was going up, okay. and they were like, "Oh, yo, fuck this building." It was a combination. Like, oh yeah, fuck this building, yeah. right? Yeah, let's just shoot our. <laughs> yeah. It was more yeah, like right. that, yeah. but I mean, whatever. I know. Right? I want to. I want to kill myself when elevators don't work the way I expect <laughs> to, because then I have to drag this ass up some stairs. Right. Might no as well be dead. Yeah, <laughs> I'll probably die by the top of the stairs, so that's fine. Damn it! All right, nothing to nothing. Zip to zip. I have a feeling we're gonna get skunked this one, but we'll see. <laughs> I, I I have a couple good. I have a couple correct answers up my sleeves. If you know they're correct, then you cheated. <laughs> All right, w- what led to Arthur ultimately losing his job? I think that the store gets destroyed in some riots that were incited by him. And so he no longer has a job because the store no longer exists. Oh, wow. He's got some quick influence. Mm-hmm. I know that you're wrong because he doesn't work for the store directly. I, I mean, I don't think. My guess is that he works just as a company who they get gigs at different stores that are closing or like different stores that want to have some weird ass marketing with a sign spinner. I don't think he works directly for that music store. Mm. Come on, know. Dave. Anyway, I think I that. Know. You're wrong, but I bet that he takes a weapon on the job, like a pocket knife or maybe the gun that Randall gave him to be able to protect himself. But he, let's say it's a gun. He takes that gun and he spins around it on his finger, like trying to be all cool. He accidentally hits a hobo with a stray bolt. <laughs> no, actually, I, I just talked myself into an answer for another question you have later. I'm ready, mm-hmm. but I think it's because he, he has a weapon on the job be, to, to protect himself. Okay. So, yes, he has a weapon on the job. He is at a children's hospital <laughs> dancing to Happy and You Know It, Stomp Your Feet. And as he stomps <laughs> his feet, the revolver just slides out on the floor. Wow. In front of all oh, these kids. <laughs> I'm feeling so good right now. I'm on top of the world. You should be. Mm. Dave, you're going down. At least you won't be killing anyone. So that's good news. <laughs> yeah. You have no hobos were shot. <laughs> yeah. Beeline to the, the making, head. In the making of this film. If I lose this game, though, everybody watch out. <laughs> I got uh, I got a lead here. I'm feeling good. One out. All right. So this one, um, this is a pretty good one here. After Arthur killed people on the subway, what did he do in a public restroom? I hate how my answers always end up being so dirty, but I blame you, question askers. Like it, this is a sexually <laughs> leading question. Ex- excuse me. He totally What's he it? jerked his Joaquin what? penis. Joaquin Phoenix <laughs> whacked his phallus. Joaquin penis. Somebody walked in on him walloping his peen in a Kleenex. No, he was jerking off. Mm. Nope. Joaquin yeah. Phoenix. Good job. He threw up. Just mm. it, it. The stress of it all, and like he did it, and it, it just made him throw up like like Eminem before his his big rap battle. Hey, he you. threw up, but it wasn't vomit. It was coming from a different part of his Ooh. body. Well, actually. <laughs> Both, how how should I answer? Both of their, both of y'all's que- answers can be combined because he threw up on his dick and then started jerking <laughs> off. Did he really? Oh. It was, it was, no, he didn't. <laughs> Who does that? Uh, he actually, it's actually anticlimactic. He did the most <laughs> creepy dance. It was like a, it was like a mixture of problem of God. Uh, meditation, just this most, just the most creepy dance you could think of in your mind. It was a solid minute long, too. Yeah, it was a minute of him just dancing his pants in off. in a stall or like in the restroom itself. Why would he dance in the stall? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Just the robot is all you negative. Do. You get negative one point for that <laughs> stupid question. <laughs> question or answer? Ah, uh, man. So he didn't. He didn't throw up or jerk off. Unfortunately, not. Damn it! I thought for sure I had that one. I thought, I had it. I thought like no, that question is ma- wrong with you. Well, like, okay, all right, fine. No. It's one nothing still. <sighs> all right. Where does Arthur first approach Thomas Wayne 
and what happens during this interaction. So he first approaches him at church, and he's trying to be trying to be a funny dude, and Thomas Wayne tells him to keep his day job. Ooh, okay. Good guess. I think that he approaches Thomas Wayne at his mom's funeral. Thomas Wayne is there because she used to work for him. We learned that. He in won't even respond minutes. to letters. Why would he go to her funeral? Because she died. And I think that Arthur asks Thomas Wayne for help to pay for all of this death because he has no shame. And he also knows that Thomas Wayne is rich. And I bet mm. Thomas Wayne is like, who are you? Oh, you're a little pee fleck. Get out of my face, you ugly little man. <laughs> or something similar to that. Like he just like completely dismisses him. <laughs> But that's that's my answer. He he does it at his mom's funeral. Mm. So unfortunately not. He is at a fancy bathroom in a movie theater in which he snuck into by uh, getting that like custodian outfit on. Um, he saw Thomas Wayne go to the bathroom. He went there. He's like, yo, you're my dad. What? And then he's yeah. the dad. Well, he thinks he's the dad. Thomas is all like, nah, dude, you're crazy. You're adopted. Pop suckers him right in the face, <laughs> and then that's wow. Uh, yeah, all right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, why does Arthur think that he's his dad? Does is that what his mom tells him? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the mom also, you know, has some some stuff going mm. on upstairs. In that well. world, that would make Batman and the Joker brothers, which would be just bananas. That would be bananas. Wow. Dave, we're not doing good right now. We're, we usually have better than one to nothing at this point. <laughs> no, and I'm not confident about my next answer based off of the, the response to that one. So, uh, Well, wait till you hear my answer. Yeah, we will give you a million dollars if you get this next one right. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Classic thing here. So what does Arthur do immediately after his interaction with Thomas Wayne? I gotta go with jerking off again. He suffers. He suffers from chronic yeah, masturbation. He's just a serial dick wrangler. Like the middle of this movie is just him copiously masturbating, like everywhere. <laughs> he's either shooting people or shooting his load, just like into sewers. Are you sure this movie wasn't called The Stroker? <laughs> <laughs> is that the one we watched? Uh, yeah. I think you watched the wrong movie. <laughs> We have to go to a very sketchy site to watch this movie. <laughs> He's on X, X hamster looking up. <laughs> I don't know. Like if I if I ever became homeless, I just a number one. No, just jerk off. Please let me shower at your house. Like I'm gonna be the cleanest hobo ever. But I I think I would wait until it's late and just whack my pippy into like open manholes or like pine cones or some shit. I just like I don't pine cones. <laughs> well, that's where the sap comes from. I just I don't know. Like if I was homeless, I just don't know that I could do it in my pants or whatever. Like I'm gonna edit this part out. <laughs> I don't know why. It to this. I'm if derailed. I was homeless. I don't know if I could do it in my pants or whatever. Yeah, what? you, you you don't think you could come in your pants or like wear pants and jerk off in them. Like explain your I, yeah I'm just like I feel like most hobos probably have to like masturbate in their pants because they're out in the open and like why did you pick a manhole to <laughs> that was the most random like a man's hole no no no, no like, a manhole cover, like a manhole cover <laughs> like a sewer oh. like a sewer grate oh okay like where the ninja turtles yes it's just, okay okay cockying <laughs> the, the turtles I don't know it's just like. Poor Splinter. I, <laughs> uh, man. What I'm trying to say is that that I'm going to edit this out, but <laughs> nope, it's staying in. But yes, I think that he I think that he jerked off after after he talked with Thomas. Mm. Lock it in. Wow, definitely not. My answer is wrong, but I said that he 
just decides he's going to go full clown and dyes his hair green and like just goes like now now he's that all the time. Okay, so it's um it's still O to one. He actually clears the, all the contents out of his fridge, shelf and gets and all. inside of it, shelf and all, everything that's in his fridge, and then sits inside of it. <laughs> closes the, the door. Closes and the door. The scene. And that's and you wake up. Yeah. And then it's the next day. That's that's what happened. Wow. He's what is he? He's shirtless. He's wearing like sweatpants. Yeah. And he just slowly is just taking the shelf, throwing shelves out into the kitchen floor, and, and then he slowly uh, what inputs. Dave, imagine if we got that right. <laughs> it would have been yeah. unreal. If, unreal. If you would have done that, yeah, oh, I would have called you for cheating for sure. Wow. I feel like we could, yeah. we could have gave you like five hundred each yeah, of you five hundred no. guesses, and I don't yeah. know if that's one of them. Never would have guessed. Wouldn't have been. No. Oh man! Wow, this is uh, this is quickly yeah. derailed. I'm sorry, guys. But we can neither confirm nor deny that he jacked that off. He jerked off of there. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What is that? Uh, where where you don't know if the cat's dead or not? The Schrodinger's box. Yeah, Schrodinger's fridge. Schrodinger's fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Just got Joaquin Phoenix in there, stroking his Joaquin penis. <laughs> my favorite thing you've said the entire uh, time was walking penis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm going to beat you, Dave. Stupid. Very You're, dick-centric I'm, episode. Yeah. What's happening right now? <laughs> Welcome to every episode of the Center. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go in thinking it's going to be either. That's the problem with my brain. Like I I, I go in completely clean and then it just it, it, it dirtifies itself up. Oh, boy. All right. You're running out of real estate, Dave, here. I think I'm, I might win this yes. one or nothing. <laughs> Probably. Yes. And, lo- and the next five questions involve him jerking off. So like he's going to run the table. He's going to run yeah. the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I hope he incorporates that into this next answer. So this is a clue, <laughs> clue type question for you. So we want to know. We're going to give you three people and we want to know who killed that person. In what location and with what weapon? This is great. This is a great question. So we're so creative. So yeah. we'll, we'll just go one at a time. Three young men, bankers, we'll call them. So I feel like this is our Wall Street boys. So my guess is Arthur on the subway with a gun. That's exactly what I have. Arthur on the subway with a pistol. Yeah. So I don't know if it's. I guess it's one two now. Nice balls. No. That's a softball. So the coworker Randall. How did he die? Arthur in an alley. With a stray bullet accidentally. Ooh. The three young men in an alley with their fists. Ooh. Ooh. Spicy. Fisted him to death. <laughs> um, actually, Randall was killed by Arthur in Arthur's apartment with a pair of scissors. Ooh. Multiple stabs to the dome. Do I get a third of a point? No. I mean, I got one of the three parts right. I'm, gonna, I'm taking or, a third of a point. All or nothing. So we'll give you a third. Two we'll and a third you- to one, David. Yeah. <laughs> This yeah, is a that, penis that, measuring competition. <laughs> <laughs> that that was another uh, scene we could not get out of our heads, mm. similar to the yeah. Robert De Niro one. <laughs> mm. So go mm-hmm. back and watch mm-hmm. that for sure. It's yeah, right. a good no, one. No. Mm. All right, and last last one here, last victim we have is Arthur's mother. Oh man, I have to. This, and so now I have to make the the decision of do I just be funny or do I actually try and win this thing? I suppose this is not either of those things. <laughs> <laughs> So the mom is killed by herself in the bed because she had cancer. Wow, Dave, I'm I'm on your safe wavelength. I think this is a trick question. I think cancer killed the mom in her pancreas with a tumor. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> well, 
No, actually, the murderer was in fact Arthur. Damn it! Wow. Yeah, wow. Arthur got wow. the mom wow. while she was in the hospital with a pillow, just <sighs> suffocating. He <laughs> smothered her to heaven. Smothered wow. her All to right. heaven. All right. Yes. Now, why was she in the hospital? Cancer. She didn't uh, have pancreatic cancer. Damn it! I don't it wasn't her pancreas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She no. She had. A, she had a stroke. Ah. Man, this really is the Stroker. This is the movie we watch with the Stroker. <laughs> the old Stroker strikes again. He takes after his mom. He, she had a stroke. He, he takes a stroke. <laughs> That's the next Good question. Man. What did he do after his mom died? Did he jump <laughs> off on her? I'm confused. What was wow. All right, David. I think uh, you better you better nail these next couple questions. I got the next one for sure. Two to one, right? Two and a third yeah. to one. Two, okay, and third. two and a third. He's just building himself in a little... Buffer. All right. So, what song was playing while Arthur was dancing on the stairs? So, I looked up hit songs in 1981 because I think that's when this movie takes place. And ironically, I think it's "Theme from the Greatest American Hero" by Joey Scarberry. Believe it or not, my cock is on air. That's the song. <laughs> dancing all up in this bitch. <laughs> Man, you really went penis heavy. <laughs> this whole thing. Yeah. It's out of control. The recaps might have been dark, but the questions are all penis. <laughs> so my oh, answer God. is "Staying Alive" by the Bee Gees. Mm. Oh dang! Mm. <laughs> you want to drop the bomb on him, Michael? It is "Rock and Roll Part Two by Gary wow. Glitter. Do you know that song? <laughs> I do. That guy's a molester. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. We don't promote molesting. Yeah, that guy, da, 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 the guy, the Gary Glitter. He's a molester. Would have never guessed I mean, by Gary, the name Gary, Gary Glitter. Glitter. Yeah. yeah, he sounds like such a good guy. Would not touch anybody. <laughs> All right, interesting. That yeah, um, so, I wouldn't have pictured yeah, that song. Da, yeah. da, da, da. I wish it would have hey. been either yeah, of your songs. Da, da. Mm. So. Well, that's still a good one. I like it. All right, so we're still rocking. What rocking at two to one? Two and a third to one. Yeah, it's- he <laughs> technically won unless I get one and a third in this answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This, so. this question is actually worth one and a third. Oh, perfect. Ooh. This one comes in from at the Todd Cast Pot again. <laughs> and they were heavy this week. Thanks, yeah, guys. Yeah, they're annoying. <laughs> so, what character in the movie was in Arthur's visions, but actually wasn't a part of those specific events at all? Oh, okay. I'm going. I'm going Murray Franklin on this one. I think Ooh. that. In the first 15 that we were watching, in whatever mind situation that Arthur was in, I think that Murray kind of, in his mind, is the one who kind of convinced him to follow his dreams, which turns out to be killing people. Hmm. So I think that Murray shows up randomly, even though he's not actually there. I uh, I actually agree with you, Dave. Like I had originally narrowed it down to two people. I think it was either... You're hedging your bets. I don't, no, I don't believe I'm not hedging my bets. I thought it was either the mom or Murray. Like, I... Like maybe he was yeah. one of those creeps who lives with a dead person in their house and just pretends they're alive. But I ended up going with Murray because basically like that last whole part of the movie up until he's laughing in the asylum, all of that was in his head. And that even makes it it makes him even more of a sad sack than we see because he didn't really have all those people cheering for him in the streets. Like he was just dreaming that shit up in the asylum after so? after he accidentally shot Randall or in this I case you know, he killed Randall with scissors so I think he got in trouble for killing Randall he went to the asylum and all of that stuff with Murray was in his head he imagined it all while he was in the asylum boom we must be playing checkers because it's time to king me 
You, so you still get kinged, but not worst. because of anything you just recently Damn it. said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> the the character that was not really there throughout a lot of the events in the movie was that female neighbor that was on the elevator. Damn it! Now, the gunshot you'll be lady? happy to know one of the events. Yeah, the, the finger gun to the head. Yo, you'll you'll be happy to know that one of these fake events was him going in there, and I. I think he got a beach, a sweet, sweet beach. At least her. a beach, Ooh. if not yeah. more. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they allude to that. But yeah, she's like there, like while the mother's in the hospital, like at a stand up set of his, like actually laughing. Yeah. But that's all just a wow. statement to, of his imagination. To give some like sympathy credit to both of you. That was, those are really good thought out answers though. The Murray, I thought I knew. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Murray one was yeah, yeah I was like, holy shit! Like our answer is way less cool than these guys are like talking this about. This movie would have been way better if it was just blowjobs and BGs, you know? BGs. And then you know how there's like the Snyder cut version of like DC stuff. This can be the center <laughs> yes. cut. Joker, the center cut, cut. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> the center cut, cut. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it's it's two and a third to one. We have a bonus question as well. So. All right. What was the actual? What was the final line of the movie? You wouldn't get it. No, he said more than that after that. Yeah. Well, he sang. He sang the song. Right. So I guess he was singing. So are we looking for the line that Arthur says or that Frank Sinatra says? What is the actual last line said in the movie? Something about rolling up on a ball and dying. I want to roll up on a ball and die. Yeah. No, it was actually the scene as the Joker stares back into the camera. And he says, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the Toddcast podcast <laughs> on whichever platform you find podcasts. Stupid. Did, did you not see that? So did you I not see have, that part? You know, we don't watch the credits, so we don't see the after uh, credit oh, scene. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was it was that le- Easter egg right at the very, very end of the <laughs> That makes sense. After the credits and everything. Setting himself up for a Todd-centric sequel. I understand. Yeah. We paid $125,000 for that scene. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Yeah, so please. from all the from all the shirt the shirt sales that you have. Yes, yeah, all the shirts that I bought myself. That that bought. <laughs> We're funding our own production. Yeah, that makes sense. We're actually yeah. losing money because we have to pay shipping on them. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah so that one doesn't count it was a little a little joke on our end we're just we're just so so funny so quirky <laughs> no but I, I you guys did a great job i mean i i thought it was gonna be i thought you were gonna do a lot better <laughs> but you did really good you did really good <laughs> hey uh, thanks thanks brad i appreciate that i'm just glad that we got some questions yeah. right i like the yeah. imagination and the thought process behind hmm. you you backed up all of your answers very well yeah Except for the, the, a lot of the jerking off ones, I don't, I don't know. They weren't really backed up that well. No. Like you just wanted to talk about jerking it. I swear, I swear to you, that first question about what he did in the public restroom, I thought like I had that one hundred percent. Like no joke, I really thought that was the answer. He seems like he would jerk. That's off. what I'm saying. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Well, you know, pe- people get that. Like they kill people, and they're like, I'm going to go get off. That's what them. I mean. That's what I thought. Like, yeah. I thought I had that one hundred percent locked in. There's people out that there. was not a joke answer. That was a real answer. Should have been a joke. Says the loser. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, the loser. So, yeah, you you won with like 10%. So, congratulations. <laughs> well, anyway, we really appreciate you guys coming on and asking those those questions. I mean, it really was a pleasure having you guys on yeah. here. Now, I personally have listened to uh, at least 75% of your catalog. Big okay. fan, and if you're listening to this, you really should go check those guys out. Podcast podcast. Now, 
where can people find you? What should people do? What's what's the drill, boys? Oh boy. Anywhere you find podcasts, go ahead, hit subscribe, check out some of the shows. Instagram's probably our main spot at the Toddcast Pod. We're on Facebook. We're on TikTok because Ooh. you know we're just cool. We're like gonna that. do that. We so don't know. We don't know what we're yeah, doing. What do you do on TikTok? We did it for like a week, and then we're like, "This makes us uncomfortable." Every time we o- load the app up, and it's just like, "Yeah." Oh, every time you weird. open the it's app, like it's just kids. people like it's. You don't need to open that app ever. Jeez, but yeah, I think. Uh, oh, and YouTube. Yeah, we are on YouTube now. So uh, yeah. see all of our beautiful faces as well. And check Ooh. out our uh, merch. The shirt we always wear cool shirts. <laughs> mm-hmm. You could buy yeah. those somewhere. I think we have a pod or a link, link in to bio it somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. Awesome. We should know that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I figured out why you guys aren't selling many shirts. <laughs> we actually don't have anywhere you can buy them. It's just like, it's a Word document that we just have a number posted in. <laughs> it's like that episode of The Office where Ryan sets up Creed's blog. Creed's and- <laughs> Creed, Creed yeah. dots. It's just like a, just a Word website. document. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but honestly, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan. My favorite episode is the one with Todd Francis, um, the guy who does the art for Ooh. like vans and shit. That's oh, that's yeah. a great episode. So if you check out, if you check, if you want to dive in and, and not sure where to start, my personal favorite is Todd Francis. Uh, so check these guys out. Yeah, they're obviously very funny guys. So get over there. Awesome. Anything to add, guys? Before we uh, push you out the building, <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Come over to my. You're gonna forcibly <laughs> remove me from my apartment. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> After this ends, there's going to be cops at the door, and I'm just going to take it out. We're, we're going to kill you and go jerk off, so. Okay. Don't jerk off before you kill me. And you, just, yeah. you show, watch me do this, and then you take me out, so. I'm pretty sure if I made you watch me do that, you'd kill yourself. Wouldn't have to worry about it. Oh, what is happening right now? Yeah, this, this, are, are y'all sponsored by Jergens? Jergens and KY? <laughs> Yeah. No, but we can be. My goodness. Yeah, if you want to sponsor us, <laughs> hit us up. Wow, that was dark, but I think I think we did a good job brightening it up a bit, David. I hope. That's all. <laughs> now, we really appreciate Michael and Brad from the Toddcast coming on, but I think it's time for center counts. Oh, is it time for center counts? Well, then let's just center counts. What did you give it, David? Five. Okay. Pretty high rating, but... I do enjoy the superhero franchises in general. So in general, any kind of DC or Marvel, anything is going to be high ranking for me unless they really botched it. I do think that Joaquin Phoenix does a pretty great job acting in this movie. He is supposed to be crazy and he does a good job of acting crazy. But I also enjoy the different spin that it's putting on the the normal kind of evil villain type thing. So, yeah, and I, I thought it was shot well. It was made well. So, yeah, I'm going five for this. Not my favorite, but definitely pretty good. Yeah, I'm with you. I gave it a four out of seven. It, it's very well made. It, it nails the gritty 80s in a fucked up city type thing. And and you said it, Joaquin Phoenix slays. Mm. The thing is, though, it's it's very depressing. And it hit a little too close to home for me. I'm also a poor born cis white male who feels stomped on by a careless society. And I just don't want to have to go killing people. So I don't like that. This movie makes you think that it's okay to kill people because it's not. I just think that if you kill people, you're going to get too dirty blood splatter on your face. 
I just Bruce Wayne's mother's blood splatter on yeah, his face. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't do that. That's too dirty for me. There's people out there who have sex with dead bodies. I could never. I could never do that. If I got any sort of like necro fluids on me, I would insta vomit. I'd imagine you could pay someone to basically just sit lifeless. So why would you want to do it with an actual dead body? Don't understand it, man. I don't understand it. And that's why this movie gets a four out of seven. Okay. Because <laughs> you don't want to have sex with a dead body. I understand. Yep. Mm-hmm. Phoenix Phoenix was great. And I understand why he won the, the best actor Oscar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's it for Joker. What do we have coming down the pipeline, David? Ooh, baby. So first and foremost, next week... That is going to be next Wednesday. We're going to have a new center chat coming out. And that center chat will be, would you rather never laugh again or be forced to laugh at inappropriate times? Ugh, that's going to be a good one. Definitely rough. But after that, April 28th, we're going to be covering the Outlander TV show. We're going to be doing season one of that sucker. I feel like it's going to be like The Witcher all over for me. And I guess I'm excited. It's going to have a Witcher Game of Thrones feel to it, I think. But looking forward to that. That should be a good time. Now, just a little bit of housekeeping here. Last week, April 7th, we were on Damn Fine TV podcast again for, for another round. We covered another episode of Twin Peaks. So if you haven't checked that out, go listen to that. We helped yeah, them cover yeah. season one, episode six. Fun time, as always, with those ladies. Spoiler alert. I like it now. Yeah, David likes it, and I've liked it all along. So come Listen to us all geek out about Twin Peaks. I'm not sure of the timing here. It's probably going to be out around when this episode comes out. But we're also we also did a collaboration with the Thirst for Knowledge guys. So go check out those guys. TFK Thirst for Knowledge. There's some. We did a lot of would you rather questions similar to our center chat. So go check that out too. Wow, we're all over the dang place. We're in your ears. We're in your hearts, and we're in your assholes. I wish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As always, though, if you have any feedback uh, or if you want to um, offer up your asshole, <laughs> that's the place to do it. The centercutcast at gmail.com. And David, where else are we? Or you, you could always send us a private message on Instagram or <laughs> Twitter or Facebook, but you can get our regular page too if you just want to interact with us normally. But if you do want to offer up your asshole, then just hit us up in the DMs, any of those places. Yeah, we would love to hear from you. The, I actually, I do know that the best place to let us know that you'd like to offer up your asshole would most certainly be reviewing the podcast on Apple Podcasts. So if you really want to get straight to us, that's going to be the best way to do it. So go leave a review and let us know that you'd like to offer up your asshole. Uh, and while you're there, you can rate it. Uh, so five stars. Here's my asshole is yep. really what you should be doing on there. And go ahead and, and give us a follow. So these get notifications about these episodes and, and you can get right in it. Yep. Nice and fast. Well, that was an outro. Perfect for this dark ass Joker movie. Yep. About to get darker. Here we go. Like the bullet between Murray Franklin's ears. It's always better in the center. <laughs> <laughs>